Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. Well, do it live! Of course that is, unless you're not. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's June 1st, 2022. I'm your host. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me in just one moment will be Cameron Hawkins, co-host extraordinaire. Um, In the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, get in line. Hit us up on the Constellation line, and uh, Cam and I will talk to you live on air tonight. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202 if you can't call us live, if you've got life obligations or uh, or, them, or, or or your nighttime minutes ain't kicked in yet, uh, you can always drop us <laughs> drop us a voicemail. <clears throat> voicemail gives you three unadulterated minute uh, three unadulterated minutes to voice your opinion, ask your questions, uh, present your conspiracy theories, your insider news uh, with a couple Z's at the end. Uh, give us a Give us a call. Drop us, drop us a voicemail at 415-787-5229. Again, voicemails can be found at 415-787-5229. You can always drop us an email as well. You can find us at eastcoastaudioshow at gmail.com. Let us know in the uh, subject of your email which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you'd like your email read in. Again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. <clears throat> you can always uh, find us on, t- on uh, Twitter as well. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, that's C E E Hawk. And uh, speaking of C E E Hawk, Follow along, chat along, uh, talk to us uh, live on Cam's Twitch. You can find that at twitch.tv slash Seahawk. Join in on the conversation over there. It's always lively and uh, full of hijinks. Let me say hello to the people. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. You can find the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, or just search East Coast Cast or PWTorch. You'll see us among the family of Torch fan pages. So please go ahead, go ahead and give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it. Y'all know how, uh, how that works. And you know what? The, the oft-neglected, and I'm the one with the control of the damn page, so it's the, the neglect is on me, <laughs> but the oft-neglected uh, uh, East Coast cast Instagram page, you can actually uh, 
give us a follow over there. What's the damn thing? Uh, what is it? Torch? <laughs> there it is. Torch East Coast Cast. At Torch East Coast Cast. Damn, I don't even know my own shit. It's on my phone. I don't even... <laughs> so my baby getting neglected. It's in the system. Uh, yeah, so give us a follow there. I don't know. Encourage us over there. Or, and us. Uh, I mean me. Encourage me over there to post more stuff and create but I'm not the creative one on the team, so I have to try, I try too hard. It's too forced. Leave the, the funniness and the hijinks to Cameron Hawkins. And by the way, let's go ahead and bring him on to the show. Put my gab in. Cam, welcome to the show. It was nice to be on the show. It's fantastic. Um, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. You texted me at like 9.30. I was absolutely in bed sick. Um, oh. I... Probably haven't said a word until now since about eight o'clock in the morning, and it kept getting like closer and closer to the show. I was like, "Cam, hey, you have like you have to get up and do something, like do something today." So yeah, here I am. Oh, this is the something. Then, well, yeah, sure, totally. Yeah, you got to do something. I mean, so, you don't yeah, have um, to. You could just take care of yourself and just try to feel better. Well, you know, I, taking care of myself isn't really my thing. Um, I did as much <laughs> as I could for as long as I could. Like I should have. Like I thing is I went to uh I went to a bunch of high schools last week and uh basically helped kids register for college classes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure one of them little nasty motherfuckers got me sick. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. Um and so I didn't really do anything like for the three day weekend, I just kinda chilled. I should have called in yesterday and like really got some rest, but me being me, you know. Um so yeah. I took off today and I'm I'm good, I'm just uh, you know, lingering effects as it were but yeah ready to rock ready to make this thing happen we got uh we got a decent amount to talk about we got a pay-per-view we're coming off of plus fallout on t- uh from tv um where yeah where are we starting i think the pay-per-view is a good place to jump off did you get to uh watch the whole show i did not and so, I didn't even get yeah. to – I mean, I, I know the, the big things, the major storylines and title changes, uh, but I didn't – I say this, I'm going to say it again. AEW needs to do a better job of putting official – because I'm not watching bullshit, cobbled-together fan stuff. They need to do a better job of having highlight stuff consistently on, uh, on YouTube. Maybe I just didn't dig deep enough and there's something good that I just missed, but there was nothing, no top ten, no, uh, like, official AEW. There was a bunch of scrum stuff. Maybe I didn't go pages enough deep, but, yeah. So that's how I would have caught up and at least, like, got a feel of how the shit went down, not just, oh, this guy beat this guy, and this title changed hands this on this. In this okay, you mean after the show, not before the show. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, right now. Like, somebody like me trying to catch up, like, oh, shit, what happened on their pay-per-view? Three days later, four days later, there should be something up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just spoiled. WWE is just saturated, <clears throat> you know, the, the, the market, the TV, the internet, and I can go to, I can go anywhere and get fucking WWE content, and maybe that's, mm-hmm. maybe that's just skewing what you know my expectations 
But it'd be nice. I've said that about Dynamite. Like, I don't watch live. It'd be nice to have a fucking highlight show, a top ten. Nothing that's going to spoil and keep real fans, you know, from that you want to watch to watch. But, like, WWE does their top ten SmackDown moments <coughs> or whatever. Whatever the fuck. And it works for me, especially for NXT, because I, lately I'm just not going to put in... I'll watch Raw and SmackDown and fast forward through the shit I don't care about or whatever. But NXT, I'm just not. I need highlight format for that. I just don't care enough about the people on there. Check and AEW uh, yeah. does a really good job of the, the pre-match stuff, I think, is better than WWE. Like, the build-up to the matches. Sure. This is why ex-wrestler doesn't like Y-wrestler. Oh, but you're yeah. right. Um, there is a, there's a, there. a catch-22 in allowing regular media access and what you can produce after a match. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, so, number one, the show is too goddamn long. Like, yeah. That's I, a somebody, broad consensus. Like, there's nobody. I mean, even, like, the, the bigger fans, the, the, the hardcore fanboy types are kind of like, yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. And we all like a lot of wrestling. No, we don't. But <laughs> it was too much. And And with the hindsight that they have... They know what the market wants, and the market does not want four and a half hour pay per view. Yeah, so. yeah, it was. Um, and like you know, people on Twitter were like, "Just because, just because you sit through your three hour shows a week, I, I should be able to appreciate before." I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want to sit here this long and watch a thing. Like, it has nothing to do with anything else that I watch. I don't watch anything that's four hours. Like, it's not natural. They don't make things in the four hours because nobody watches things in the four hours. It's right. simply that, right? Um, but, like, with that said, you know, it was, it was pretty good overall. Um, I think that that Death Triangle match really stood out. Uh, Death Triangle and House of Black I thought was really, really good. Um, I thought that, like, of course, Punk and Page, really, really good. Um Tag title match was good. Like there was some good stuff on the card. Like it certainly didn't like drag. But if you watch the actual show in the middle of it, they're trying to get the crowd to react, and the crowd just has so little left, man. Um, it was a long, long show, you know. And it doesn't matter how good your wrestling is if the show is too long. It literally never has mattered if the show is too long. Um, did, did Martha <clears throat> Hart do something specifically, like or like drag the show? Was her segment like super long because of? It wasn't really long. It, it was like, I mean, it was longer than you would expect Martha Hart to come out there, hand Brit and Cole the uh, celebratory titles and the cup. She said a little more than that. I didn't feel like it took away from the show, though. Um, I did think it was interesting to have those two win it initially. Um, not that Joe was like a better choice per se. Um, I, I think it would have been a cool uh, feather in the cap for Ruby Soho. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they went with, like, the wrong people winning it. I think Britt Baker is still a very big star. Adam Cole is somebody who hovers around their main event, um, you know, who is, you know, based hangman multiple times. And so I thought that um, yeah, those two winning was just fine. You know, um, being a couple, having that thing they can hang their hat on, I thought that was good. Uh, the Joe Cole match seemed to end out of nowhere. It seemed to just kind of be over. Um, so I don't know exactly what happened with the spot there. Uh, but it was still really good. 
You know. Do you take um, Do you take any issue with the with the outfits that the Coles wore? Uh, them wearing pink? No, no, no. I think that's fine. I think that or not the outfits per se, but did you see Did you see it as them foreshadowing? Like, oh, well, I guess we know our winners. Kind of thing. I didn't take it like that. No, I didn't okay. take it like that. I took it as like you know where we're paying we're paying homage to you know. Who, who we're supporting at this point, um, or to, to who this is based on. I didn't think that was a problem. Now, having the heels do it and none of the faces do it is interesting. Um, so this card, Travis, was 13 matches. Woo! It was 13 matches, and the hookhausen Neeson sterling match was technically on the pre-show. But let me just give you these match times really quick. Wardlow and MJF, 7.30. The Hardys and the Bucks, 19.15. Jade and Anna, uh, Jay Cargo and Anna Jay, 7.25. House of Black, the Triangle, again, I think that was the best match of the night. Even though the finish was not great. Um, it was literally Julia Hart turning at the last minute. Uh, it, it was you built up to a lot. I think there were better ways to, to execute that. Um, that was fifteen thirty-five. Adam Cole, Samoa Joe, twelve thirty. Britt Baker, Ruby Soho, thirteen twenty. American Top Team um, against Kazarian Guevara and Ty Conti, twelve thirty. That one went way too long. Uh, Kyle Riley and Darby Allen, nine fifty. Also a very good match. Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, sixteen fifty-five. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society versus Blackpool Combat Club, 22-45. Uh, triple threat match for the tag titles, 17-15. And Punk and Page, 25-40. It's mm-hmm. a lot of wrestling, Jack. Well, it didn't need 13 matches is what it didn't need. Like, no. Yeah, but you, you also don't need, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, you don't need half of your matches going over 15 minutes. You don't need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You don't need nine of your 13 matches going over 10 minutes. It's just not necessary. That's a lot. Um, and I know you have. There's got to be a way, and I, I don't. And maybe the culture, maybe people don't think of it like this anyway, but the TBS and TNT titles probably shouldn't be defended on pay-per-view. Yeah, and they didn't defend the TBS, even though Scorpio Sky was on there. But yeah, that should be used to accentuate your TV, for sure. Uh, you mean the TNT? Yeah, I assume Jade's Jade is what and, I mean, yes. and whoever was for yeah her TBS title. Yeah, Jade Carter yeah. defended her title. And I know she's a Star, somebody you want to turn into a star and you want people that tune in to see her specifically to actually get a chance to see her. But when you got 13 matches on, on you know, booked on the card. But we didn't need O'Reilly Darby Allen. It came out of nowhere. It just existed. It was very good. Yeah. But, like, that's 10 minutes off your show. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, and, of course, like, and I didn't even tell you about this, Trav. Like, we didn't talk. I think usually, like, one of us reaches out. It was me, Joseph, his girl, uh, Rose, and Lee watching. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did I call Travis? Like, baby Travis is working. I don't know. But uh, 
Yeah, it was. Uh, luckily, Game Seven was on too, so we could watch both. And okay. like people who weren't there to watch that weren't bored. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's a long ass show. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially for 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 2022. I mean, this isn't. We've we just had we have so much data and info and fan opinion on long ass pay per views. Mm-hmm. Especially the ones that ain't WrestleMania or SummerSlam. And even even they uh so yeah, if you can't keep that thing a tight three three twenty, uh you probably need to like, reevaluate. And this idea that you know I'm paying fifty dollars so they should give me my money's worth of four hours. Like that's not how anything works. No. Like that's not like if you're getting a no. massage maybe like okay, but like, you know, I paid forty dollars to get my hair cut. Do you think I want to be there as long as possible? Right. If he could do it in twenty minutes, how he does it in an hour, that'd be fantastic. I would have the rest of my day. Like, again, I'm a fan. Clearly, we're fans of this, right? Some of us have other things to do. Like, we want to wake up in the morning and go to work. <laughs> uh, we want to hang out with our friends that night. Like yeah. there's, and I said it specifically. Like there's no, um, there's no reason for any promoter to run a four-hour pay-per-view in 2022. And somebody was like, "So we're gonna act like WWE doesn't do it?" I'm like, "If Johnny has five apples, <laughs> like I'm not, I'm literally saying nobody should do it. People are stupid. Um, I just needed to say people were stupid really quick. Um, but yeah, who do watch some fucking hockey? Who do you think my friends are? No, nobody's watching hockey." Respect to hockey, but no, absolutely not. Um, I mean, so no, no, there's no, there's no. You mean it's just it's not true. Um, so, uh, Punk and Page, yeah. really, really good. I'm super curious to see where they go with Punk from here. Um, it basically finishes with Page trying to do too much in the moment. Um. And Punk catching them off guard with a GTS, right? Um, let me see. How was it played yeah, throughout? Like, like babyface, babyface heel dynamic where they both just run over. They were both yeah, babyface and heel. So basically, what happens at the end is um, Paige had the, the title belt, and you know he hates Punk, hates Punk, and was gonna hit him with the belt instead. Um, he looked conflicted, tossed the belt back, and then when Paige went for a buckshot lariat, his knee buckled, um, which allowed Punk to do the GTS and win. So, yeah, man, stuck to it. Okay, so they left, seems like they left a lot of room for, for, for folks to want to see a more definitive. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. But, uh, yeah. So that was, you know, that was what it was. That was good. Okay, um, well, wait. Talk about uh, MJF and Wardlow. That's Wardlow's what I was going to say. So, Wardlow's free. Um, the match you said went about seven minutes. How ran through out. MJF. Ran through him. I um, saw a spot where, he, where, where Wardlow wasn't, or a series, where MJF was just really healing it up and ended up with, like, a, a good, an eye gouge or something. And it was just, like, a good... Good 
you know, 30, 45 second, you know, series of events of MJF just being a scumbag and Wardlow being the, you know, white meat fucking baby face. That's what he is. Yep. Can't, can't deny it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so tonight, the main thing that they're advertising is MJF speaks. And so, you know, I don't know how much you caught over the weekend, but he no showed uh, a meet and greet. Uh, no communication with uh, anybody in media. Um, no communication with me. Um, <laughs> um, it was just so like, and the thing is, I didn't ask about no wrestling shit. I just made sure he was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you good? Um, but, you know, clearly he, everything's okay, at least to the point where he's working. Um, I'm super curious to see what he says tonight. I wonder if it's, I have a problem here. I wonder if it's just totally in character talking about the Wardlow thing. They really can't go any direction with this. The biggest issue was everybody thinks they know something about his situation. Um, and, you know, there is truth. I'm not saying to him, um, because specifically, it's not a conversation that we've had. Mm-hmm. But there are absolutely people who feel like they're doing a lot of work over there and are underpaid for it. Absolutely. Um, so if he was one of those individuals, I would absolutely understand why. Um, if you feel like you are a more valuable member of a roster uh, for people who are doing way less, and you find out what they're making, and you want some of that bread, like who's to say you're wrong? You know, that's how, that's how capitalism works. Um, but with his situation specifically, you know, he's there at least until 2024 um, contractually. So where they choose to go with this, um, I'm, I'm super curious. I really am. He's, uh, I think they still have him. Is he one of the male contenders? So he might have fallen out the top five. But, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do not know which direction this is going to go, so I'm not going to pretend like I do. I'd like to I, – I hope they keep it, like, when he – whatever he has to say tonight and going forward, I hope it's not a bunch of – not insider stuff, but I, don't, I hope it's not personal stuff and they just – I hope like it's keep not all the what they try to do – Like, you, you saw know, what they tried to do with uh, Mustafa Ali, Miz, and – uh, Austin Theory. Like, I hope it's not that. But we're dropping these cute buzzwords about right. Mustafa Ali not showing up for work and well, all that I'm kind of shit. Well, I'm afraid it would even, it would, they wouldn't even be cute about it. They I, would just go, they would is, just, this uh, is my issue as a real life person. Yeah. And even if he does try to mix it in, it's, you know, not, you know, it's MJF saying it, not Maxwell you know, the person, but just leave that kind of shit. I don't like doing HR shit on TV. Like, that is not creative. If you, if you have an issue and if it, you can turn it into TV, fine. But this, not this, not the fucking contract stuff. You're upset with the company. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about that. Oh, your girl was fucking somebody? All right, then we might as well, Brand. It's a big, salacious 
fucking tabloid dirt sheet thing. We might as well make bring that to TV. That's a no-brainer. That's going to make everybody a bunch of money if everybody can keep their feelings, <laughs> you know, in, mm-hmm. intact. This ain't. This is just going to be, or has or could ha, could be has the potential. This type of thing has the potential to just be like, that, that now everybody kind of sucks, you know. Even if somebody has a legit grievance, like I don't want to. That's not for us to fucking. To, to you know ponder on yeah like I wouldn't want to hear if you was talking about the insider stuff at ACC like oh fucking Brenda an accountant you know and yeah, like, we're fun, right? <laughs> for sure for sure like, alright well take that talk to Brenda about that shit <laughs> no but I'm yeah so I'm, I'm curious where he goes going forward um, I could imagine Wardlow moving on to like TNT uh, title, you know, being in that kind of in that lane while he, you know, while he revs up to be a main event guy. Um, I think they should go AJ. even slower. <clears throat> they should redo. Pretend Wardlow just showed up, and I don't mean like uh, how you how you introduce him, but as far as like who he wrestles, just for the next six weeks. Just feed him. Just give him wins on TV of people that mm-hmm. can take the losses. No, like competitive, uh, or I mean, like no, like high profile folks. Just mm-hmm. jobbers or jobber to the star types for six weeks, and then you know just keep them on TV and winning matches. And then uh, is I don't think there's a need unless they just don't have something they need to fill time. But I don't think there's a need. I think you can. There's room to build on Wardlow, and so he's not just the guy who beat. I don't know. Maybe I don't know fucking know what I'm talking about. I probably need to think about it a little yeah. more. Where they go with him? Um, where they go with Jade? Because like her face and Anna Jade kind of again was just kind of thrown together. Um, you know they'll do what they do with the TNT title. Um, I don't know if this means Paige is going to step away for a minute. Um, and, you know, Kyle O'Reilly beat Darby Allen clean, and I'm more worried about <clears throat> what that means for Darby Allen. Um, really? They, you're you, like, you're worried you like at, he'd get pushed down the card type? Word? Yeah. Like, like, think about who, who are the, the listed four pillars of AEW. Jungle Boy, MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, Right. Darby took a loss last night to Kyle O'Reilly. Sammy took a loss in a mixed tag um, by super kicking his girlfriend and getting caught off guard. MJF, uh, clean loss to Wardlow. Um, and, you know, Jungle Boy did retain, but it also feels like he was in the least hot team in that, in that match. People weren't happy, you know? uh, or a decent amount of folks weren't happy about that finish, or about them yeah. specifically retaining. Or maybe it was about um, another team not winning. Uh, who was it? I Had think everybody it, I mean, uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, who were very good together. And I thought, uh, I thought Rick and, uh, and Hobbs were really that's, good that's, together. That's, like, they, I think that people were more upset that Starks and Hobbs didn't win. Yeah, uh, and they were, again... They combined really with the, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, the those fucking two Jungle teams. Boy 
It wasn't a good thread for Jungle Boy. Yeah. Those two teams have really come together in the last month or so. Like uh, Swerve and Lee and uh, Hobbs and Starks. And, you know, Jungle Express or Jurassic Express just seems to be there. You know what I mean? Like, so they were the least hot team coming into that match. People are just like, they just keep beating everybody. Like, who the fuck are they to just beat everybody? That that was kind of the consensus. And then they retain, and it's just like kind of boiling over. And then people are just like, I like this guy better. And that's not a, that's not, that's one or two threads or whatever. It's just people on Twitter. But there's probably something to that uh, as as somebody that's just. Mm way on the outside looking in, uh, that's, you know, that's not a feeling you want permeating through the fan base. <laughs> like, if you're yeah. just dominating and you don't really have the credibility to dominate, which, you know, maybe, maybe not. You can make an argument, but if the fans have that feeling, they're just beating everybody. I, I guess I have to believe that they're beating everybody. I did find... uh Blackpool Combat Club losing because Eddie Kingston was basically about to go too far and they weren't having it. Um, I did find that a very interesting way to have them lose. Well, I don't know if he pulled out some scissors or a chainsaw or some bullshit. But Wait, yeah, they were good with the gasoline? Because I thought that's what would have done it. I think it was the They're gasoline. Like, oh, fam, that's um, $5 a gallon. What the fuck are you doing? This ain't nothing ethical. This ain't ethical. This is consumerism. Man, so what happened was, let me see, pile driver. Okay, yeah, Eddie, yeah, he came in with the can of gasoline and poured it on Jericho. Danielson thought that was too much. Moxley okay. jumps in the middle. Um, Danielson does hit Jericho with the chair, hit him with the running Moxley's knee. like, let's think, let's talk about it. Maybe it's not so far, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, run, um, they put uh, Danielson in the uh, walls of Jericho while he's being choked with a cable and he passed out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But I think, you know, Jericho Appreciation Society needs more juice. Tonight they're doing Moxley and Garcia, um, which should be really fun. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Did they really wear those outfits? They really wore the white outfits, the Backstreet Boys outfits. Oh, my God. And like, white, you don't, and if white you don't get the fuck out of here, y'all standing on some sand dune singing by I'm heartbreak. Saying. Water running dry looking ass boys. <laughs> what was yeah, all I, I saw the the promo shot of it. So they're, you know, whatever, backstage and mm-hmm. you know, they taking pictures. But I, so I wasn't sure if it was like just them goofing around, like but they really yeah. I don't think that's how you get. I know that they think, oh, we're going to get so much heat. And it's just like, yeah. This ain't the I'm way too sexy where you go, ah, look at Kawhi with the fucking, you know, like this ain't. You don't give off that energy, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that should be fun. Um, And then the last thing I'll say about the card um, listen, man. Matt and Jeff are washed, man. <laughs> you I like that, like, <laughs> like that's a revelation. Yeah. So, <laughs> and the reason I say that is this: when they're together, it still works. You know what I mean? Like when it's the two of them as healthy as they can be going against the team, it still works. 
Jeff was out of it, like maybe right there in the match. I think he got hurt during the match. And so it was Matt having to carry it, and Matt was doing his damnedest, Trav. Matt was yeah. hitting moves. He ain't hitting years. But yeah. you just see the drop-off from mm-hmm. years and years of wear and tear. You know what sure. I mean? And it's just like, you know, they went 20 minutes with the Bucks. It was not a bad match, but you just look at it like, this needs to end. Like, this yeah. needs to end. Yeah. Like, y'all didn't get to have the match 10 years ago. Like, that, mm. like when it would have been, like, the last probably, like, time, last chance you would have gotten, like. But the Bucks probably weren't, obviously weren't in a place where it would have been more than something on their resume as they rose up. So mm. it's just sometimes you don't, you don't get to have that, you know, that match with the team you, you know, you, you want. And you either don't because you know it ain't the match you should have, or you do and you force it and you get apparently what happened on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. What was the crowd reaction to that? Were they at least uh, respectful? Like <laughs> to a, yeah, what I assume it. sounds like it. a you know less than less than stellar less than no, stellar match. No, they definitely fucked it. All right. Well, you know, you built up that 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 much uh, goodwill and clout and you know everything. You can get away with a stinker, even a high-profile stinker. And it doesn't sound like you're saying it was a stinker. That's just me. Yeah, if it wasn't bad, it was just like, damn, they're yeah. laboring so much to yeah. get this done. That was what it was. Okay, what are you uh, expecting beyond MJF and what he has to say? Uh, I think posting up a really interesting promo about, you know, not having been champion for 11 years and. Does he make the shot of. And, does he make the shot, take the shot of, assuming I'm champion in three months or whenever the next pay per view is, I, I, I assume I'm going to be on, you know, on top of that. That uh, that card, or or allude to winning it, like oh, it was nice to be the last match, as the, you know, in the championship match, and not the. I think they, match. I think they resist. I think they resist. Yeah, I hope that's so. funny. I hope so. That's funny, but it's absolutely going to be considered the most important title going. Like, Where are that, they? You're going to get that language. Where are they tonight? Do you know? Uh, L.A. I told you Rick ain't been home in two weeks because <laughs> they went straight to L.A. from Vegas, and he was in Vegas for a week. He's like, I'm tired, Cam. I'm so tired. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, that, that's, and they yeah. probably opened the show. I, I think that's probably something uh, to keep keep an eye on in an hour when the show starts. Uh, they probably open with with the new champion. Yeah, I think I think you have Punk. You either have Punk or MJF come out first, um, and the other one come out at the end. I want to say, I would probably go with, I'll probably go with MJF. I think that's more anticipated, just based on what people think versus what people know. Mm, okay, that's a good point. All right, uh, anything else from WWE TV or their backstage stuff? Hey, hold up, uh, is is the Shanky leg really about to be a thing? Is that going to get over? Because I got a feeling. I thought the bonk on the head was hilarious. Um, <laughs> on SmackDown. I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. He didn't want that's to com- compress that man's neck, but he also uh, kind of made it look 
quite crazy. Got to you a little bit. But also, it probably hurt though. Him. Like him, even him pulling that, uh, pulling his, pulling his hammer punch. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be having fun, and good for him for that. The shanky leg, yo. What? He was kicking it. Like I wasn't mad at him. He was, uh, you know, he had some moves, a little rhythm, and 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 homegirl announced her. Not not JoJo was was into it. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, so anything from uh, TV or anything you want to talk about before we take some calls? Uh, I mean, Roman's not there and you feel it. Roman's not there and you feel it. Um, SmackDown was exclusively tag team matches, if you include the restart of uh, Ronda and Raquel being made into a tag match. For sure. I do think like a nice little gem from that, they're still not letting Ronda and Shayna touch. Like, they bumped into crowd each other. The crowd they, yeah, No, they knew. Yeah, they knew. That's, that's good. I think that's a good thing. That is a match you can sell. That, that, that's your Survivor Series match right there, right? Um, but, yeah, I thought that was good. Um, they are all in on Matt Riddle. You know, they, they think, they think so he's one of them ones. That's man. That's wild that six months ago, you know, eight months ago, we thought, oh, Matt Riddle's going to, you know, when they changed his name to Riddle, like, shit, he could be a casualty of your typical, you know, Triple H isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. What's going to ha- what's gonna happen to a guy like Riddle, who's absolutely not Vince's uh, standard, you know, standard bearer type wrestler. Like, you can see why he picked, like, an Austin Theory to be his protege, and Matt sure. Riddle wasn't. <laughs> but that's understandable for other reasons. Like, Riddle's RVD without the credentials. Like, when they brought I, RVD in, everybody knew who RVD was. Yes. Like, but he had, he had credentials that, uh, in other ways, though. That, well, yeah. What I mean is, that's what I'm saying. Like, when they had that match with him and Jeff Hardy, and they cheered RVD over Jeff Hardy, their darling. Yeah. 2001 like, Jeff Hardy, yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh. Like, Riddle is like the the... Loosely the skill set, because I mean RVD wasn't a real fighter per se, but you know what I mean, like yeah, martial yeah. arts guy. But yeah, but they, you know, building this guy up, like they really are behind Riddle, and like you feel um, like you're gonna get him and Roman, uh, probably not, not, of course not Hell in a Cell, but him and Roman, uh, you know, down the road, like I can see that at Money in the Bank, or they actually mm-hmm. took Roman off the Money in the Bank advertising. Um, mm. Okay. Oh God. Speaking of that, like I know we're jumping around. Do, do you want to talk about Hell in a Cell, Travis? Oh shit! Is Hell that that's Sunday, Sunday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes. Um, I I completely enjoyed that pull apart brawl. Uh, I guess it wasn't a pull apart. It was just a, cr- a walking brawl through the crowd that Cody and 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 Seth had. Like they're keeping this thing. You know, three months in, two months into this feud, you know, on, you know, I guess building up match three, they're keeping this thing really interesting and high intensity. It's just, it's just good. Like, all right, you know, uh, was it you? Somebody on Twitter was like, I gotta, gotta take back all the things I said about Cody. Like the shit, you know. Oh, no, it's me. I've been a fan. I've been a fan since he came back. 
Okay, right, right, right. Somebody was just like, um, yeah, I, they, they did with Cody what I didn't, what I thought they couldn't pull off, and they pulled it off. And I'm kind of in that same boat. Like, wow, he's uh, he's doing yeah. it. Really close Cody, to the chat. There, there's apparently know. no communication between Naomi, Sasha, and WWE right now. Um, so, yeah. That is we'll fucking wild. It's nuts. It's nuts. And I had like, and, like, fuck that. You get the feeling that WWE is, is uh, even though you, you hear the reports that people aren't necessarily, like, in the locker room, like, behind Sasha specifically, she don't have a ton of support. I think management is dying on a hill that they normally wouldn't, wouldn't even, not wouldn't even climb, but, you know, certainly wouldn't go this far. Yeah. Smear campaign on TV, yeah. naming names. So this, this makes like, you, yeah. This makes you realize that the stuff from a year and a half ago, two years ago, whatever, wasn't resolved, or there were still hard feelings from that. Mm-hmm. You, we had, and I, and we can, I can't give them the benefit of the doubt when we have all the history, how they treat, just how they treated Batista in 2014. And just the the petty jealousy they have of you know you how dare you leave to fucking pursue better opportunities? The fucking I mean they did that with the Rock. I mean yep. he, I mean the guy who's the biggest fucking box office draw for in the last half decade. Like they were fucking mad that he went to become the world's biggest fucking box office draw. Yeah, like those people. So I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt uh, when it's like, well maybe. You know, like maybe Sasha is being a little bit of a diva and and some of that kind of stuff. But has she not earned it? Is she being ungrateful? Like, no, she's a fucking superstar. And superstars get treated differently. And not even that, and I don't even think that's her point. She's not arguing I need the catering or I need fucking green M&Ms only or nothing. No, yeah, bullshit you like that. stupid. What you wait yeah, for me is stupid. What you, what it you doesn't make do, sense. What you got us doing. As a foursome, as a team, yeah. that's this whole thing. It's dumb. Yeah. But even if you thought it was, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's just, it just shows that, uh, yeah, there was clearly hard feelings, and I'm, I'm not, I'm in a lot of ways, I'm not surprised. It sucks that you know Naomi gets caught up in it, and she's standing with her friend and probably on principle, but you know she just doesn't have the opportunities that. That that Sasha has outside of yeah. outside of her wrestling, not that I know of. I don't I don't think she does. But um, so hopefully, you know, it's been a nice, a good ten years for you know, decade of wrestling, twelve years yeah. of a career for her. She saved her money, and she's <laughs> married to a guy. Hopefully, who's saving his money and all well, that. Kind of also shit. been there twelve years. So yeah, yeah like so. so hopefully, you know, yeah. maybe it's a calculated risk for her. I'm I'm more right. interested in that side of the story, like six months when the when the interview happens or whenever whenever the articles get written and all that stuff. I'm interested mm-hmm. in the the Naomi side of things because people Somebody just go, oh, Sasha, Sasha manipulated her into like, yeah. okay, so just Naomi's just not a person. She don't have her yeah. own fucking sense of self and agency. Yeah, like she's just like, okay, yeah. Sasha, whatever you say. Like that's just an easy. Yeah, no. I don't want to think. Maybe. I don't want to think about 
I don't want to think deep into the the issue. So uh, you know, I bet Sasha got. I bet Sasha fucking talked her into it. Like what? What makes you think that? Yeah, Naomi's uh, done everything that the company's asked her to do the entire time she's been there, whether it was right. good or bad. Like, right. we've seen her in some things that didn't... She was a fuck actor. Who did that benefit? And what I thought was crazy is, like, Cameron is, like, your friend? That's your homegirl? Like, and she said you must have been manipulated? Like, yo, what is going yeah. on? That's really nasty. But, you know, all your homies are your homies. When you learn that, you will learn life. Um... But no, like I'm looking at the card, you know, without a Sasha, without a Naomi, without a Roman. It's looking light, man. You got uh, Balor Styles and Liv Morgan against Judgment Day. Uh, which is, you know, pretty interesting stuff. I can't. That's that was one of the things from Raw that I that I enjoyed uh, pretty thoroughly. That's cool. Um, <laughs> they need to. I need. Styles and Morgan and Barry to put words to action. You need to be a thing. You don't just need to be a team. I need you talking that is about. True. That is yeah, I need a mission statement. Yeah. Um, Siri and Ali should be a really good match. U.S. title. Uh, Ezekiel Kevin Owens. Mm. It's not doing it for me. Nobody's doing anything yeah. wrong. I just I don't, don't look at this. Ezekiel Elias as any type of top star. No. I don't even look at him as like perennial IC champion, perennial U.S. champion. He's never done that for me. Um, I found him way more interesting when he was a dick. Uh, Lashley versus Omos and MVP, two-on-one. I, it should have been those two in the cell. I know Omos is still new. Um, like, Cameron. They did. They really be fighting. And they had a steel cage match. That's enough. <laughs> you draw the line. Yeah, well, I mean, and what I'm saying is, it shouldn't be this. Like, this is not any type of end-all, be-all. The two-on-one, like, it doesn't do anything for me. Like, by the yeah, way, no, it doesn't. Or, I agree. Like, it's just, you feel like it's going to be on some type of technicality if it happens. Um, let's see. Bianca Belair, Oscar Becky Lynch, Triple Threat for the Women's Championship. Should be really, really good. Um, fucking Becky, man, like she's another one who just she's smoking it. Finds ways to she's keep herself really interesting, even when yeah. things aren't centered around her. When she does her part, and just like, oh man, that was that was good. Absolutely, <laughs> her coming in there at the end of that match and just wiping wiping Bianca and Oscar out and and leaving. <laughs> it just was just a scumbag move and the outfit and the hair. Like she's just. Uh, She's, yeah, she's doing her thing. Man. People are on Watch, Trav. Um, yeah. There are people who feel like the poor Bray Wyatt may show up at Dynamite tonight. There are people who feel like he might determine the outcome of the Hell in a Cell match. Um, yeah, he tweeted something about being tired of being... being he was a, I'm tired of... And then he listed off a lot of things. Mm-hmm. People not I think Cody me wins. Or, yeah. Like with no interference, I think Cody wins. Um, but yeah, if if there's shenanigans and it puts him into another important feud, I think a loss can work. Mm-hmm. I, I think that again, Seth is one of those guys who's just Teflon, man. Seth can come back, cut a promo tonight after a loss, and get his heat back right away. Um, and I think it does wonders for Cody beating one of the de facto top guys 
like decisive Three times in a row. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think the cool thing about it is like, look, Cody was a surprise. The first match, the second match, Cody caught him on a roll up. Uh, even though Seth tried to do it to him first, still kind of a surprise. Ain't no surprises in Hell in a Cell, at least right. by design, right? Right. And so, and because the the story, despite the fact that it's a point on the map or a point on the calendar that we have to look forward to, and not a just purely organic, you know, Hell in the Cells being made because that's where the feud took it. They told mm-hmm. the story has naturally taken us there. And again, like I said, with the intensity, like yeah, it feels like. Third match, uh, if, uh, with all this heat, with them going in the crowd and doing all the stuff that they've been doing the last couple of weeks, it, it just feels, for the first time in a long time, uh, the Hell in a Cell means something and is needed and warranted and all those things. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to those the two top matches on the card. Everything else, I can kind of take a leave. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Helen Cell, triple threat match for the women's title. I think it should be good. Um, and thank you, WWE, for only having six matches. You all appreciate it. Are you looking forward to anything on Saturday at the standard del- or whatever, uh, in your house? There's an in your house on Saturday? It sure is. Fuck. Um, <laughs> it's like, fuck. Because uh, we're getting um, Mellow Grimes. So that's going to be really good. Um, oh, they're not doing... Oh, they are doing an NXT championship. Uh, I'm kind of over Pretty Deadly. It was cool at first. I hope the Creeds do, like, win that. Um, Breaker and Daisy should be fine. It's going to be shenanigans. Um, Did you see the, the college, the picking segment? That was fun, yeah, where she, uh, yeah, it was signing day and she chose Shay Shu. That was cute. Yeah. That was yeah. cute. Um, Wendy Chu's going to smoke this match with Mandy Rose. Wendy Chu's really Yo, good. that like, the sleep, the sleep elbow off the top through the table. Yeah. Ridiculous. I'm like, girl, she's breaking damn fucking wrist or forearm, you know, not I'm being, <laughs> you know, tight. Just going out there acting like you taking a nap. <laughs> She's holding her side. I'm like, yeah, I bet that it did hurt. <laughs> Tony, yeah, Tony D'Angelo. Uh, his oh squad, my his god, squad. that's fun. Like that's that's actual fun, corny TV. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Um, so bad. I tell you what, though, Toxic Attraction what? versus Katana Chance and Kate Carter, too. I could do without. Like, she's just okay. You hate to compare people um, because it's, it's always not fair. Oh, the losing team joins the winning team stable is crazy. Um, but Kaden, or not Kaden Carter, Katana Chance, man. Um, Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton is so much better at what they try to have her do. And a lot of it is just size. Like, well, Tiffany Stratton is a little bit bigger and, like, they're both athletes, but Tiffany Stratton is, like, a crisp athlete. Like, right. It's that the, the, she doesn't have to do this, the, the, the outrageous high spots to make her high mm-hmm. spot look impactful because she yeah. got 25, 30 pounds on the woman. And that's yeah. just 
how, you know, maybe more. But that's just how, you know, she's just so small. Kat and Zara got to do yeah. three triple fucking vault flip off the thing just to take somebody bigger off their feet. And, yeah, it's it's more of a show and a gymnast thing. With yeah. Her. Like, she I know... She I has that quality about her, and she has to have that quality about her. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's yeah. really the niche that one of the only niches she could she could have. Like, hey, you got it, use it. You, you, you look yeah. I mean, she uh, be, but yeah, she be well served to like have more like a young buck style. Like, I'm gonna super kick you to death. <laughs> like to make up and, for the lack of actual size. Also, I I, I don't know my. I hate to say it, but she should be somebody's manager. I don't know if she has the personality yeah. to, 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 to do just that, but if she was interfering and doing high spots that way or, you know, mm-hmm. getting herself involved, you know, obviously is, is somebody's heel manager. Uh, not even somebody's heel manager, a fucking stable of, of folks. But again, I don't know if she, I doubt she has the personality for but that might be where you make money with, with Casey uh, fucking Katana Lance Chance. Katana Chance? Yeah. They just making shit up. Uh, we Simone fucking Johnson's defending herself against the critics of her new name, uh, which I felt kind of bad because I'm like, I'm sure she had a say. Uh, you know, because some sometimes yeah. the way, you know, you hear the way Daly describes how she got her name. They were just like she's and now she's like, Well, can I spell it this way? And they're just like, Yeah, yeah, fine, that's fine. And it's like, Okay, did they <laughs> you just don't know. Are they like super hands on yeah. or did she get complete so it's like, Well, I'm sorry, Ava Kane or Eva fucking I don't remember what the damn her name's gonna be. It's not a great name and it's in the midst of WWE Ava Rain, I think. Ava Rain. But, that's it. With an E on the But email. like she literally does not benefit from being named Simone Johnson in the context of WWE. Like, there's no benefit to that being her ring name. Like, no, it's a short um, list. Like, yeah, I mean, Charlotte isn't that wasn't her name? Charlotte Flair. Yeah, her name's yeah, Ashley. Like Charlotte wasn't three, Charlotte Flair until Hollow, right? Right, right? Um, Hell, they remixed Rock's name. Admitted it was his family, but remixed his name off rip. Like, Randy Orton was Randy Orton from the jump, right? But his daddy was a mid-carter. Like, Carmella didn't keep her daddy name. Like, I... I Carmella? Yeah, and again, her daddy wasn't nobody, but I'm saying. Oh. He wrestled. But well, I'm just what's saying, like... Reina Gonzalez is a... You know, her dad was, uh, you know, something Gonzalez. They had changed her name three fucking times in a year yeah. and a half. So, like, we can... Ava Rain being a good name or not, I think is a separate conversation from you keeping your surname from your very, very famous wrestling parent when so few people actually benefit off that. Like, they call Sean Stasiak meat. <laughs> yeah, but like, also nobody was Scott checking Pusky, for fucking Stan Stasiak in 19. What's the last Scott Pusky match you really liked? Well, like, Stasiak. They acknowledge Braun Breaker's lineage, but also has his own thing. Like, that's kind of what they're going for. I don't feel bad about it because so few wrestlers actually live up to their parents' names. Like, Rock, 
Randy Orton, and who else? Like Cody's kind of doing his thing. <laughs> but they don't call Charlotte Charlotte Flair. They call Charlotte Charlotte. Well, they go back and forth. It, it, it literally yeah, depends yeah, on yeah, agree, the agree. But like, it's, they're the so... But I would even say Charlotte, as good as she is, ain't Ric Flair. It, it of works course not. In context. Yeah, it works in context. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. Randy Orton and The Rock are the two wrestlers you can say definitively who surpassed their dads and granddad as wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I don't know... Who else you can really say that about? Well, you could say that about the Usos. Oh, Eddie Guerrero. Or you could argue like, it about the Usos. Bret Hart. Whether they were more popular yeah. than Rinkishi. They certainly had way more longevity at the top or at, 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 at the top of the mid. Never rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rikishi. But you can still count them all on two hands in the last 50 years. Yeah. It's a rarity. You're more you're more likely to not live up to it than you are to live up to it. So, you know, I, I mean, we got to see her in the ring. That's the biggest thing. Name or no name. Only see you get in there and get it. And then we can decide what your trajectory is. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk to some folks. 347-202-0103 is the number to call and talk to us live. Let's, uh, let's start out with an unrecognizable but somewhat familiar number. 503. Who is this? Hi there. Uh, I'm where Chris are you from? from wow. uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm uh, Chris from uh, Cam's Twitch. Uh, What's going on, Chris? Oh, no, my man. I just wanted to put over uh, the indie shows I went over on uh, Saturday and Sunday, Proceed Wrestling out in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, um, Mia Yim and Maki Ito had one fucking badass match, man. I'm telling you, it was fucking balls to the wall. Mia Yim was, was looking vicious <laughs> than she's ever had before, man. It was What's the promotion? Prestige Wrestling. Okay, oh, I've heard of them, yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure uh, I saw some shit on her uh, Instagram over the weekend. Yeah, um, you can find them on uh, IWTV. Yeah, who um, else was on? What was the main event of that card? So night one was Maki Ito and Mia Yim. Okay. Um, night two was uh, Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita. So um, basically, they brought over the those two ladies from uh, TJPW, and you know, yeah, it was, the the VIP lines for Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita were fucking insane dude i under i underestimated how many people love those ladies man mm-hmm. yeah uh but you know i did get to take pictures with like um bandido um jeff cobb masha slamovich akira um who else chris uh, how tall is jeff cobb chill uh shit like at least six foot he's taller than me i'm, I'm like five he's eight, so. either he's either 6'3 or 5'5 five, five. Um, he was in a picture next to Keith Lee, and Keith Lee's not, like, tall. Keith Lee's, like, touching 6'1", six, 6 feet tall, and, like, yeah. Cobb was, like, four inches shorter than him. I was like, what is going on here? It could have been how they were standing, but it was kind of weird. But I'm sure, regardless of height, he's big as a house. Oh, yeah, the dude was fucking meat. He was absolutely yeah. fucking brick shit house. Um, uh, Sky Duhati and Jack Evans had a pretty good match. Oh, nice. 
Biff Bussick and... <laughs> Not the uh, pairing I'd, uh, <laughs> I'd expect to have a match, but interesting. No, no. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, actually, Jack uh, Evans, is he still just landing on his neck from 10 stories up for no reason? Or is he, you know, uh, nah, he's, he's, 40 he's and decided like to... Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Nah, he seemed to, like, you know, really focus himself. And, yeah, he's... He's definitely better than he, than he was a few months ago. Cause he was talking about how he was complacent while he was in AEW and all that stuff. And I think it was an interview with Fightful or, or one of the websites. And whatever. But, yeah, him and Scotty Jihadi had a good match. Um, Scotty gave a nice little uh, promo, you know, just saying thank you to the fans and da 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 Fifth and Foxy were supposed to show up, but... There's some shit going on the East Coast with their flights, and they weren't able to make it, so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So it was a two-day, uh, sounds like a pretty big deal of an event. Yeah, uh, they were holding at the Roseland Theater in Portland, Oregon. It's a historic concert hall, like, you name them, they've been, yeah. Like, Prince has been there, uh, Scarface, uh, Snoop, you name them, they've been yeah. there. Yeah. Interesting. All yeah, right. Yeah, you guys are both. Yeah. Oh, like, anything else? Uh, yeah, what else is on your mind? Um, I was thinking about all their, you know, Bray and Hell in a Cell stuff. And my thing is, if he does show up, he's showing up to an event that made him look well, his character like a fool. <laughs> the start, the beginning, and the end? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that kind of was. We go back there. That that damn cell match with Seth and the twenty-seven chair shots how, and the sledgehammer and yeah. How can there be a DQ in a Hell in a Cell? That's right. It, That's right. Doing whatever. Right. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Doing absolutely anything. No, I mean, because with Foley and. Those other matches, Hell in a Cell matches, it was like fucking, you know, some fuckery happened, and then... The wildest shit you could think of was going on, for sure. Yeah. Well, well, and Chris, you just, you, you brought up him come, debuting at the cell, or reappearing at the cell this Sunday, or, uh, I think it's Sunday, maybe it's Saturday. No, it is Sunday. Um, what if he shows up tonight at, at Dynamite? Well, if he shows up at Dynamite, well, that'd be absolutely fascinating, because... They have House of Black, right? They have Dark Order. Mm-hmm. And if I was spitballing book in here, he could be Dark Order's uh, spiritual advisor. You know, like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, you would lump him with that? You bring him in at a deficit? I mean, I mean, where else can he go? I mean, what do you mean? Talented guy? You, could, you don't have to lump him in with a darker aligned group, let alone the arguably the worst one <laughs> certainly in, on TV right now. But you don't have to. He could be something completely different. He could... That's, uh, that's true. I mean... I mean, you know, he could just... The, like, I think he's talented enough. I mean, remember, he used to be Husky Harris. He didn't always be... Uh, he wasn't always cult leader. Brad that husky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the... Uh, what was he? The, uh, the tank with the Ferrari engine? 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I like Yeah, Husky I want to fucking it. Husky Wyatt show up tonight. What are you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> well, I'll eat Husky my words. Wyatt is <laughs> oh, man. All I mean, right. I'd love to see I'd love to see the guy do whatever he does creatively and over there. Yeah, it would be interesting to see him in that environment where you feel like, you know, Tony's going to play excuse me, a little looser, looser let him do uh, something more in line with... Tony Khan ain't worried about advertisers, boy, all them fucking F-bombs and shits he was dropping at the damn scrum. So, you know, it would be interesting to see how far he's kind of allowed to go if given the opportunity. You could see some really interesting stuff, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um I I, I want to see him, you know, be his best creative self that he can be. Yeah, but I also want to, you know, I like him to be uh, be his best creative self. But you know, everybody's best creative self don't need to be uh, <laughs> foist upon the public. Like I like him no, absolutely. Tony Tony to be a, a good editor, and not saying that he's got historically bad ideas, but you know, I no, know. absolutely. Yeah, no, like some shit does need to be kept through the strainer. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Cool, man, good talking. Yeah. Yeah, Appreciate thanks. you as always, Chris. Uh, thank you for, yep. for calling in. Thank you for rocking with us on Twitch. My man. Don't be a stranger. Yeah. I'll catch you back on, on the chat. All right. All right, so let's uh, let's head to Newark and talk to Kylan. Kylan, what you got for us? What up? Travis, how are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay? Falling apart, on, but keep going. Firstly, I would like you guys' opinion on Impact founder Jeff Jarrett's new position as senior Vice President of WWE Live Events. Oh, that's news to me. Yeah, I heard about that uh, last week. And it's like I said, when I met him uh, WrestleMania weekend, he's he's infinitely charming. He's the most charming wrestler I've ever met. Um, I don't know if he's lying about things because he seems to genuinely believe what he's saying. Um, absolutely has a passion for the business. I think putting a person who, if Jeff Jarrett was nothing else, like he's absolutely a showman. He absolutely took his character as seriously as possible. Um, and I think somebody like that behind the scenes, but also producing, uh, you know, the actual experience. I think it's great. I think it's great. And, and you know, as Jeff Jarrett, Done less than stellar at jobs, sure, but he's also never had the structure of WWE when he's in a position like that. I think it's good. Like, I really think he's going to give his damn just because I think that's what he does. Um, yeah, I like it. I do. I, th- I actually think this is a wonderful idea because Jeff yeah. Jarrett, the promoter, was never the problem. Like, the fact that he got the deals he did with the talent that he had and the, you know, that wonky pay-per-view per week thing they did. I mean, 
that the fucking WAW or WWA pay-per-view they did in Australia, uh, just all the things he's been a part of. It's like, well, he's got some promote. I mean, obviously, he's history. He's got promoting history. He's got all that shit in his blood, if you want to think of it that way. So, for the idea, <laughs> let's give that guy our house show uh, stuff. <laughs> like, let him... Let's see what he can do to try to get uh, ticket sales up. Let's see how he... Yeah, I think that's probably where you'd want to... If you're going to have Jeff Jarrett in your company, I'm not sure I want him booking matches. I don't think he's a creative guy in that... I mean, just based off what I saw for all the years and how he booked himself and shit. (laughs) Maybe he'd be better booking other people, but that's just not where I think he'd be skilled at, but... Running some shit like live events? Oh, fuck yeah. It just... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not... Ha- Jeff Jarrett is not going to be your, your finish guy. Shit, we need a finish for, for Hell in a Cell. We need a finish for, you know, this tag thing. Let's go to Jeff Jarrett. Like, no, let's not go to Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett going to be like, all right, we're going to brawl through the crowd, and then I'm going to win. That's going to be the finish. Somehow Jeff Jarrett is going to win the match. Don't let Jeff Jarrett book your finish. Uh, but, yeah, that's interesting, Tyler. Yep. He, 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 started, on, he started on Monday. Hmm. I wonder how much, uh, how much juice they gave him, like, this is your thing. You run the house shows like you, uh, or not run them, but, you know, here's the infrastructure and tweak it, tweak it how you feel, uh, and advertise how you feel. Yeah. I wonder how much he got. He has. Anything my, else for us? My, yeah, my, uh, my understanding is he's ne- he's near completely in charge. Yeah. Yeah, that means they're probably thinking the same thing. Like, wait, Jeff Jarrett can promote fucking house shows and get that get that ship running, right? All right, yeah. All right, what else you got for us? Anything? Uh, uh, my, my second question is in regards to Cody Rhodes. With the amount of promotion and on-air victories that Cody has received since his return to WWE on Mm -hmm. April 2nd, do you believe that Cody has nearly or perhaps completely erased the doubt that Vince McMahon and Triple H had in him which caused him to leave WWE six years ago. And what do you see as Cody's eventual final ceiling? Okay. 
I think that that doubt was erased when he signed the contract. I think mm. what he built himself into in the last six years, his particular style of promo, his style of wrestling, fits exactly what they want to do, and he was one of the figureheads of the promotion built to compete with them. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he beat those allegations once they got into contract talks. I, you don't let a guy beat Seth Rollins clean if you don't think that's the case, regardless of the stage, right? On top of that, I, I think world title is his trajectory. I don't think Roman Reigns is going to be world champion for another year. I don't think the titles are going to be unified for another year. And so WWE champion, I think, is Cody Rhodes' ultimate destination. And I think it's before the end of uh, – well, I, I say a calendar year from now to be safe. But, yeah, the next calendar year, I think so. Hell, I think hmm. Cody wins money in the bank. Um, and doesn't sneak up, but sets a date for when he wants to challenge. Yeah. I think, I don't think things are that uh, uh, written in stone uh, for, for how they feel about Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think this is a... A, a lot of this beyond like, oh, we respect what he's built himself into, and we could certainly use this type of act on our TV, and we've got some good ideas. Uh, it's also convenient and a, a way to a blow at AEW and kind of like, even if not like in the fan perception or whatever, but just kind of for WWE's own psychology, like just Stop it! Just getting one back, or getting one, you know, stemming that tide of shit. Everybody, you know, all these debuts in a row for AEW, all these former WWE acts, and we got a game changer. Like if you want, you know, somebody that we can treat like a game changer and get over as a game changer, or if not a game changer, certainly somebody that can come in and be right at the top and do main event guy shit. Uh, I think that could change at any time. <laughs> I don't think it's likely, you know, unless something like drastic happens. But I don't think Cody's a made guy in Vince's eyes yet. If mm-hmm. ever. So, so as I do believe he's in a great position and all those positive things, but it's still Vince McMahon we're talking about. Uh, Cody isn't a chosen one. Um, It's a lot to come back from that. And the fact that he's gotten where he is now, I I think that's, that that in and of itself is fucking amazing. Yeah. and if we're talking in three, five years, and Cody still, you know, one, one of, you know, Vince's pet, one of his favorites, one of his go-to top guys, then you know, obviously. But as of now, yeah, I, I, I'm just not willing to go as far as Cam. That's all. But I do agree okay. that he's, yeah, he's set himself up, and, and 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 Vince is running with the thing, and Vince is making, you know, like, hey, it's a guy who can make some money with it, at least right now. So you take advantage of that. So, all right, Kylan, appreciate you. 
as always, talk to you next time. Let's uh, keep it moving. Let's go to, I think we're going to New York, we're talking to Mike. Mike, is that you? What's what happening? No, this is Craig. Oh, shit. God damn it, Craig. Toledo and yeah. Brooklyn. You know, they're so f- similar. <laughs> is Mike on? Cause you can no, I, I, no, he's not. I thought. No, you got your hand up, motherfucker. You next. Take your, take your, well, take okay. your turn. Don't do that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I don't apologize. God damn it. I'm just saying don't do shit like that. <laughs> I'm glad to talk to you guys again. Um, oh, I was oh, thinking about... Little bit uh, of, I'm sorry, Craig, to jump in and step all over you, but a little bit of... I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I had a, a job, inter, job interview today, and I'd be still staying at the same same job I'm at, but just moving departments, so to speak. Uh, mm. But if I get if I get the new spot beyond like the more money and and uh, you know less intense sweaty work, I'd also be uh, fucking Monday through Friday eight to five. So we'd be back on. Uh, We'd be back on a weekly schedule, not this every three weeks shit. Because I was talking last week, I was like, we ain't talked to Darrell in months. Like, I know he's around, I see him on Twitter and shit, but we done fucked up his whole schedule. He used to have a routine, you know, Wednesday, you know, just call and set the fucking phone down and go do whatever he's doing, order food, hang out, (laughs) you know, trap, whatever, you know, things Darrell do. Uh, And, and yeah, we ain't heard from him in months because, Every three weeks, shit. He probably doing some, doing some ATL shit right now. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's got his his. Uh, I think he's got this stuff in order. He's he's doing well. I I I yeah. mean I believe. I've, so I so assuming, him. assuming uh, that, that goes through and everything goes well within a month or so, uh, I'd be back on the. Weekly schedule here uh, for the live show, and hopefully we get, yeah. get our reg- yeah get our regularly scheduled program on. Yeah, I'm I would love it because I miss you guys uh, every week. Uh, yeah. it was, it's one of the highlights of my week. Uh, the East Coast cast. I wanted to ask you guys about um, because of the MJF stuff that happened over the weekend mm-hmm. and that was the match that I wanted to see and I was ready to pay 50 bucks just to see what was going to happen with all that stuff like I wasn't going to buy it because I wasn't impressed with the rest of the card mm-hmm. the, the, uh, Paige and Punk kind of brought it at the end but um, the the build I mean, and I didn't order it because I didn't think he was going to, I didn't think he was going to be there, and I thought it was going to be one of those uh, issues. So I was wondering if... How many other people were like you? Yeah, well, I I bought it the next morning because I watched the buy-in and... um, So the hook out of the match? No, no, I watched the buy-in. Yeah, <laughs> I got yeah, but I also wanted to see if if they would say, you know, if they would advertise 
at that match still because I thought he wasn't going to be there. And so um, it took until the end of the buy-in for me to buy it. And I was like, man, if they fuck me over, I'm, I'm going to be pissed. So, so wait, so at the <laughs> so, end of... So by the end of the buy-in, you they hadn't made it clear one way or the other? They were leaving it vague? Or did they make it they clear? They advertised that the match during they, the show, they did. during the buy-in. Okay, yep, so, them advertised, so them continuing to advertise the match convinced you to buy it and take the chance that they wouldn't fuck you over by false advertising right. or something? Okay. But they, but they, but they, you know, the, the whole weekend and all the, all the, um, I don't know, sheets and whatever yeah. you call them, uh, like had me trepidatious, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I want to drop 50 bucks just to watch yeah. this huge card. And, and so then I... See, and that proves Cam's point. He, he didn't go, He didn't go. oh, 13 matches? Sure. He went, I don't want to pay 15 <laughs> bucks for all this shit or 50 bucks for all this yeah. shit. I'd rather... <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't the amount of matches, though. Yeah, of course. It wasn't the amount of matches. I liked all, you know, everything I saw, um, but I had, I did fall fall asleep because I got fucking COVID and my arms broke and I, you know, whatever. And uh, so, but I was wondering. I was going to ask you guys if there has ever been a like report that made you not want to. Buy well. I know Trav. You don't buy. I don't. Yeah. Damn. I don't know. I'm just broke on on fucking treat. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, Craig. Um, nothing. I found out so quick before a card. If I was planning on buying it, it was already going to happen. Um, and I've never really been in a situation where like, because I think more mainstream stuff like boxing and UFC probably fit the bill more. Such and such didn't make weight. Fight's not happening. It's like, no, it's still an event. I'm still having people over. Because um, that's the biggest thing about the the pay-per-view pay-per-view. Like, not Peacock, WWE Network, $10, but, like, those $60, $70, $80 things. Those are always with a party surrounding them. You know what I mean? Like, your people are coming over. So, no, I've never had a situation where we canceled a thing because – something altered on a car that I was paying that much for, we just thug it out. Yeah. Yeah, same here. If if I was gonna get a get a get a show or watch a show, whether I'm buying it or not, um I wanna watch it regardless of uh uh such and such dropped out. That does that just is it's a rare thing. You know, folks usually make their matches, make the town. So we as fans, you know, we're spoiled. We were fans in the 70s and 80s, you know, in the territory days. That probably was, you know, a little more routine, especially if you think of, oh, we go to the arena every Friday night and we go, you know, see our favorite wrestlers or whatever. So, you know, somebody not making the card was probably a little more routine than, than, than now because it's a fucking machine. Or we wouldn't sweat it because... It's the brand, and, you know, uh, even if Roman doesn't show up, it's like, you know, okay, it's not the biggest deal. You might feel it. It might The show might be a little less energetic or, or, or whatever, but, you know, WWE came to town. 
I got to, you know, SmackDown Friday. It's Friday SmackDown. I'm watching SmackDown. That's your routine. Right. So, um, you, uh, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch the Anarchy in the Arena match. Like, I loved the hell out of it. It was, it was fun. Just, just violent as shit. Insane. Like, yeah. And there's, there was so many, there's like eight, stories going on in that match so it was great but uh, I wanted to give uh, Cam a little chance to talk about um, Nikita the government's lion (laughs) (laughs) oh my god did you call her the government the government's lion (laughs) yeah that's hilarious (laughs) um so like you can't hear volume if you're listening to the show so I was even thinking about that beforehand, but essentially, uh, Nikita Lyons posted a video um, on Memorial Day of her basically celebrating troops by putting on a waist trainer. Uh-oh. Cam? That was bad timing, dude. Let's see. His his stream is a little behind, or the visual is a little behind the audio. So my feed, he's still talking. I, th- I think, I think he's just still uh, talking. the government, the the government found the you audio. You can't hear you, Cam. If you can still hear us, you just cut out. Because <laughs> I see him still moving around in his feed. <laughs> He he gets very excited around these topics. See, it's a government thing. It's somebody listening in was like, mm-mm. That's right. And the wild thing about it is I liked that video on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't even, because I was like, oh, she put out just automatic. I just saw Cam's talking shit, like, and we can't hear him. Who is he talking uh, to? We got, we got to go to his Twitter. So okay. Oh, right. Twitch. Well, let me unmute. Let me unmute the Twitch. So his Twitch is still working, apparently. Oh, maybe he hung up on the. Oh yeah, there he is. Okay. So no, literally, I have two dollars <laughs> and two cents left on my Skype. Oh, and well, we haven't figured so that needed, out yet. Fuck. It needs five need more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Um, okay, that was quick. To tell the story, here's what happened. Nikita Lyons posted um, a video on her Instagram of her doing, or in a waist trainer working out for reasons, doing a nunchuck floor routine um, while listening to a MAGA rap song in the background, which alluded to storming the Capitol. <laughs> and, like, didn't see the issue. Um... <clears throat> And, of course, like, you know, me, I'm going to make fun of it because it's funny. But then I got people telling me, what, what's wrong with what she did? And why are you trying to cancel her? And is Joe Biden better? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say any of that. <laughs> is Joe Biden? Did Joe Biden <laughs> drop a fucking mixtape? I didn't say any of that. Like, guys, people are so defensive about the Joe Biden better than Topher? Probably. Duh. So... Like, this is my thing. Somebody was like, well, 
a, a bunch of, and it's actually a good point because they didn't realize the point that they were quite making. They were like, a bunch of people in WWE lean right and support Trump and this and that. I'm like, no, yeah, you're, you're absolutely correct. Like, nobody's arguing that. What they sure. don't do is wear it like a badge of honor in public because they understand that their fan base is like broke, but like middle class broke, who have the disposable income to go to a wrestling show. And so typically, they're probably leaning the other way. And so we're not going to alienate those people. And and I was like, look, look at like, like AJ Styles. We know how AJ Styles gets down, but AJ Styles shuts the fuck up and is going right. to his job. And so, and even Triple H, like, you know, he probably rocks with the Trump shit. I mean, that's his father-in-law's man, Steph, Vince, all of them. That's how they rock, but they also know how to turn it down. Like, they don't bombard you with the things that they think you deserve or don't deserve in public. They don't do that. I'm also, so, I'm also willing to, to, uh, uh, to, to be- understand or believe the argument that she might not have uh, specifically, you know, like is the song is, is it beyond just a line that we get to hear in the. I mean, the, he's a guy about, who identifies himself as a MAGA rapper. Oh, like, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. But no, but I will say this on top of that: line. she's she's if she's really twenty-two, I get it. Like, you're a dumb kid, yeah. you know. Like, and not a dumb kid off of what you believe, but a dumb kid off of you don't you ain't think, live, live life. I don't think she really knows who her audience is. And so no, the thing is, I think she does, and that's why she plays up the. I don't think the, she plays it up. I think her character plays it up. I think that, well, and what I mean by this is, I think that she thinks her audience is a bunch of people who would look past stupid things that she says because they enjoy looking at her. That's what I mean. Hmm. Like how she looks outweighs what they think about the, the the greater scheme of the world. And so she thought Literally. what she was doing was cool. You know? And like again, you gotta know who it is you standing up in front of. And I think it just it, it caught her the wrong way. So good luck to yeah, you. Yeah, and then the follow up of like, oh, the defensive follow up like, oh we're unity. all, all unity. love and unity, we're all league like yeah, it's Yeah. Like you can't you can throw up the multi hued hand emojis all you want if you're not like that's just such a you know I hate going to the you know stupid kids thing but that is such an immature 20 year old thing response like oh what you're doing doesn't mean like, anything and what I'm not even saying she should be like I'm sorry or apologize to anybody I don't want to fucking apology whatever if that's her agreed. song she fuck with Tover then she she shouldn't say shit yeah. and fuck fuck you unity and true. whoever got don't, well, yeah but, don't take it on the back uh, yeah and I should have I should have absolutely been tipped off at that wonky body spastic, spastic fucking reggae uh, 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 dance hall shit she called herself dancing to like two months ago. And I was just like, ah, she just, you know. You felt she it. Just, you felt it in your body. Yeah. She, yeah, but it's like, oh, that should have been a tip-off. Like, she, she, 
she's kind of perpetrating fraud. Like, hey, she's just like, what? What? She she just got so used to, <laughs> you know, since she's fucking thirteen years old, black guys hitting on her and and and, and you know that kind of deal. That she's just uh, like you said, immune to. Like, you can't go against the interest, even yeah. if you got a fat ass or not. You can't just be like, so, hey, nah, fuck, fuck your whole existence. the show. Okay. Oh, shit. It's 7.01. Uh, Craig, anything else? I want to see this. Yeah, if you if you want a good nunchuck video, rewatch the uh, Moxley and Jericho match from that weird-ass uh, asylum thing. It's really fun. <clears throat> Oh, thanks for taking okay. that call. Hey, man. Right, Appreciate Craig. you. As always, Craig, uh, stay in touch. Um, yeah, so that does it for us uh, this week. We're going to go ahead and uh, end things here. It's after after 7. Oh, sorry. Wait, did I just... I'm bringing people on. I'm trying to get you out of here. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so that does it for us this week. Uh, Rich and I will be by for the VIP. So uh, live listeners or non-live listeners that are listening to this, um, click over. Uh, you should see the VIP update, uh, assuming you're a VIP member, that is. Uh, so VIP members that are done listening to this in podcast form, Click over and listen to Rich and I. We'll be by for an, another hour or so of some content. We'll, uh, you know, we're a week out from Miss Marvel, so probably have a little bit of MCU talk. It's always some MCU talk, so I'm sure we'll figure out something to talk about. Um, I had a dope-ass book that I'm currently listening to, so I'll probably talk about that a little bit. And, you know, all kinds of topics from shenanigans. So... Until next time, what is it? I think June 20th? I think we're back on the 20th. So in three weeks, we'll be back. And hopefully, cross your fingers, I get the get the new the new uh, position, and I'll be back to a back to a damn proper schedule and have my weekends off. I'm not even a weekends off guy. I could, that's cool during football season, but other than that, I don't care. Um cut my check uh, but yeah big thing is we'll be back uh, weekly and uh, that that'll be fun and I can get back into a rotation of watching wrestling every week instead of every three damn weeks so until next time for Cameron for Craig for uh, Chris who called earlier and Boris who's on hold and I didn't get to him sorry Boris uh, we'll talk to y'all next time we out